Welcome to the Cork Crime Podcast, where we dive deep into crime through the centuries in Cork. I'm your host, Kieran. Today's episode is about the murder of George Appleby. In 1964, Jimmy Ennis, aged 35, was convicted of the murder of George Appleby and sentenced to life in prison. He holds the record for the longest time spent in prison for a crime. 52 years Ennis spent in prison when he murdered the farmer in 1964. The judge on the case said he would have imposed a death sentence, but it was abolished by the Criminal Justices Act 1964. This is the story of George Appleby's murder. The story doesn't start with Mr Appleby, but with a woman called Mary Reynolds on April 24, 1961. According to the Irish Times, Jimmy Ennis went to the home of Miss Reynolds and asked for some hot water. She didn't mind and proceeded to boil the kettle. When Miss Reynolds returned with the hot water, Ennis demanded money. She refused to hand over money. Ennis struck her. Again, Mrs Reynolds refused and ran to her bedroom. At this point, she was bleeding badly. Ennis followed her and dragged her out of the room and beat her with a beet crowner. To her horror, he continued the attack with a hatchet. After Mrs Reynolds' horrific attack, all Ennis robbed was five pounds from her purse and then he left. She was in a semi-conscious state when her husband found her. In a strange twist, Ennis phoned the Gardaí only four hours after the brutal attack. The Garda on the case described Ennis as being very cooperative with the investigation. Ennis told the court after that he was sorry for what he did. He only served a four-year sentence for his attack due to his remorse and the fact that he pleaded guilty. We learn from Tom Connolly's book Detective, A Life Upholding the Law, that Ennis was released from Port Leash Prison on 22nd of April 1964 after serving his sentence. At this point, you would hope this is the last we would hear of the violent Jimmy Ennis, but you'd be mistaken. George Appleby was a married man with two sons and a large 260-acre farm. Mr Appleby often employed labourers to help out on the farm because of the sheer size of the land. He had employed Ennis in 1957. Only 48 hours after Ennis was released, he murdered farmer George Appleby. On Ennis's departure from prison, he was given his belongings along with a travel voucher to travel from Port Leash to Cork. The next day, Ennis travelled on a 10.45am Dublin to Cork train. He had booked into a lodging house on the 23rd. Ennis did not stay in the lodging house on the night of April 24th. The following morning, he knocked on the door and requested his breakfast. Later that day, he booked into another lodging house. It was located on the Glamwire Road in Cork. Ennis left the following morning to return to Dublin by train. It was on the Sunday morning that Ennis had purchased a newspaper, where he read of the events that occurred on the night of April 24th in Watergrass Hill. George Appleby, a 51-year-old man, was beaten to death in his bed in a vicious murder with his wife beside him. His wife, while seriously injured, thankfully survived. The Gardaí were eager to speak to Ennis at the time as he had previously worked for Mr Appleby and due to his record. Ennis went to the local Garda station at Store Street and handed himself into the Gardaí. On the night of April 24th, Eric Appleby, George's son, and Thomas Gailey went to a dance in Upton. They did not return till 5am. Eric's brother Ivor and his parents stayed at home. They had headed to bed at around 10.30pm after watching TV. Eric, 26 at the time, went straight to bed and tried not to disturb anybody. At 8.30am, Eric left his room and went to his parents' room to talk about the previous night. Eric was greeted by a horrific and devastating scene. He found George Appleby, his father, lying dead in the bed and his mother seriously injured on the floor. She was still conscious but only mumbled a few words. Immediately, the Gardaí and medical assistants were called for. After a murder like this, the key is to preserve the scene straight away. The investigation begins immediately. 
The first thing investigators noticed was that a desk in the drawing room had been forced open. Mr. Appleby kept his private papers and his wallet here. The wallet could not be found. Also found in the drawing room was a pair of black shoes that did not belong to any of the family members. It must have been the murderer's shoes. Dr. John Healy attended the scene that morning. He found Mr. Appleby lying on his bed with severe wounds to his head. He instantly knew he was dead. Beside his body lay an iron bar and a pool of blood. Mrs. Appleby was moved to a hospital. Ennis was a prime suspect immediately for the crime. He'd worked and slept there. He may have known about the papers and wallet in his drawing room. Ennis, as we know, was arrested for a violent robbery in 1961. After Ennis arrived at Store Street Garda Station, the incident room in Cork was notified of his arrival. He was then brought to the detective branch office. Ennis was interviewed by Chief Superintendent Barney McShane. He took a statement from Ennis. He told him about his travels from Port Leash to Cork on April 23rd. On that day, he said he met a young girl in her 20s. He had stayed with her until about 10.30pm. They met again there the next day and remained until 7am on April 24th, Ennis stated. He then returned to his lodging house and had his breakfast. Ennis and the chief superintendent took a break. The interview resumed when Ennis said, Tear up that statement. It is not at all the truth. Ennis told him he would make a true confession on what happened that night. He walked from the city all the way to the Applebee's farm. He told him about all the places he passed on the way. He stayed in a ditch near the Applebee's house until it got darker. Ennis then went on to describe in detail what happened. I picked up an iron bar in the yard and a screwdriver. There was no light on in the house. I got in a window and I had the iron bar in my hand. I forced open the drawer of a desk and I got a wallet. I went upstairs to Mr. Appleby's room. As I was opening the press in the room, he shouted. He was in bed and I was beside the bed. I struck him with the iron bar in the head a number of times. Mrs. Appleby was beside him and I think she got struck too. I don't know how many times I struck her. I was in my stocking feet and I put a pair of men's shoes on I found in the room. I got about £10 in the wallet and walked back to Cork and went to the lodging house. I got tea and I went to bed. I then put all the clothing I was wearing in the Applebee's house, the shoes, coat and hat that I took there, into my suitcase and I left that suitcase in the bus office in Parnell Street. I stayed in another lodging house in Cork on Saturday night and I came to Dublin this morning on the 8 o'clock train. Jimmy Ennis was of course found guilty of the murder of George Appleby. He gave evidence in court, which differed from his statement slightly. He told the court that Mr. Appleby jumped out of the bed and punched him several times. He was afraid and tried to run. He then struck him with the iron bar and pushed him on the bed. He didn't say how many times he hit him. Ennis told the court he decided to break into the Appleby's home to get a few pound. Dr. Thomas Murphy, a medical officer in Mountjoy Prison in Dublin, accused Ennis of being a belligerent psychopath. He told the court that people such as Ennis are typically outcasts from society, they're emotionally unstable, and they react with violence in everyday, ordinary situations. While in Mountjoy Prison, Ennis had made two suicide attempts. Both attempts were demonstrative, having been made in the presence of others. Dr Murphy was cross-examined by the Council for Prosecution when they asked whether Ennis was insane or was he insane at the time of the murder committed. Dr Murphy replied no. The judge said that the crime committed should impose the death penalty, but due to the passing of the Criminal Justice Act 1964, which abolished capital punishment, he could not. He said he had no choice but to impose a life sentence given Ennis's previous convictions. The killer's defence team appealed on the grounds of the severity of the sentence, but this was refused. Jimmy Ennis was released in 2016 and is the longest serving prisoner in the Irish prison system. From the day he was released from prison to the day he handed himself in to Store Street Garda Station, he had only been free for four days.
That's all for today's episode of the Car Crime Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a rating and tell your friends and family. See you soon.